0: Welcome to the Audiobook Lovin' Podcast, discussing all things audiobooks with the authors that write the stories and the narrators that perform them. Brought to you by Viviana, Enchantress of Books.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome to Season 4, Episode 23 of the Audiobook Lovin' Podcast. Today, I am chatting with author Kelly Kay. Welcome, Kelly. How are you doing today?
0: I am wonderful. Thanks for having me.
1: I'm excited to catch up with you and and discover new things. And we'll get into all the nitty gritty details because, you know, you write romance. Uh, I do write romance. (laughs) I write open door romance. We like those. don't. I mean, um, let's not shit ourselves. You know, I don't discriminate. I'm fine with anything. But those are always like, let's see how this one's going to be done today. And, (laughs) you know, (laughs) variety is the spice of life, as I say, right? Yes, Exactly. Tell us a little bit about yourself, how long you've been writing and how you got started. I have been writing, I mean, if you want to look at the long story, my whole life.
0: Uh, It's just always making up stories. And uh, I remember, you know, my best friend and I on like a Saturday night used to have sleepovers and we'd create a meet cute with boys that we liked from school. And then I just kept doing that. And Mm -hmm. so (laughs) now it's a little dirtier than it was in, you know seventh grade but (laughs)
1: I would hope so (laughs)
0: um, but I first published um I tried to get traditionally published for a long time and my sister uh basically said your books are so good why don't you self-publish and I was like what so she gave me a list of like 25 romance novels to read and I did and I was like instantly like oh I can do this this is awesome and I ended up uh spending all of 2019 coming up with like a big series and and like all these different characters and all this stuff and then writing the first three books of that series and then publishing in the pandemic uh april 7th of 2020 was the first book called crushing but that was uh yeah that was sorry got distracted by crushing because there's (laughs) butts on the cover and so (laughs) They're cartoon butts, but still butts Buts. on the cover. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And so have been writing and publishing ever since. And I, this big series that I have is a winery series. Obviously, it's crushing. So it's wine crushing, uh, set in Sonoma. And there are six of those books so far, and a lot of other books. There are, two, as of March, there'll be 12 full lengths
1: out. Oh, wow. Yeah, been busy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a schedule? I know some authors are like, I'll get a book out once a year, twice a year, some are like every three or four weeks. They're busting out with the book. What does your schedule look like?
0: Um, it depends on kind of inspiration. I mean, the winery books have kept kind of consistent. Although I didn't publish last year, I did not publish a winery book, but this year there'll be two. Um so last year was a lot of novellas. I did a series with another author, a rom-com series uh, called Holiday Disasters, where we took one trope and one holiday and wrote side-by-side novellas with interconnected characters. And so that took up a lot of the year of like planning that. So that was like three Valentine's Day, 4th of July, and Christmas. And I did another anthology and then did a standalone in there. And uh, so it's, it's kind of sporadic. Um, I have good friends who call it Kelly chaos.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Mm -hmm. Kelly chaos spelled with a K. Correct. (laughs) That's if it's not a sticker for your, for your stuff, you totally shouldn't make that into a sticker.
0: Oh, that's a great
1: idea. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's part of the branding, right? Which is important and uh and it's also fun when you have these when we get the, as a fan when we have some of these things like the the, the book markers or the the stickers which are i think bringing us back to our childhood which is why we love them so much and I we know, have those stickers. little different things and we're like that's a kelly thing
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i have um a lot of the swag that i hand out is winery wine related so like there's little wine corks and wine coasters of my fake wineries because the whole series is five wineries and the five kids who grew up together. And so it's all of their stories.
1: Mm. See? So. And now with the winery, you can totally have like a fake wine in mm-hmm. Kelly chaos. I would love that. Right.
0: I should get somebody <laughs> to actually make that.
1: <laughs> well, you know, there are a lot of wineries out there that will do, you know, those private kind of labels and they'll do like a minimum of like 10 bottles or something. And it's probably the same exact stock of their you know, basic line of sorts, but they, the label changes, but you still feel special. Like, look what I got. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, yeah,
0: I, I start printing my own and then like slapping them on a Trader Joe's bottle.
1: <laughs> hey, you know, as long as you're not selling it, it's still, you know, it's not a copyright issue, you know, it's just a, it's a good All little, but it, that, that's, that's, so those are the kind of fun things too, for listeners and readers as a giveaway. It's always a fun one. I think that is a
0: cool idea, actually. Too, yeah. See, I have all a few of, of those.
1: <laughs> One would think I work in marketing, <laughs> <laughs> or that I do this potentially for a living. <laughs> I told you, I was sarcastic. <laughs> No, you're, you're probably thinking, all. shit, she wasn't kidding. <laughs> no, I'm excited to feed her ideas and be like, what do you think about this? It's perfect. I'm just uh, a DM away, girl. I'm just a DM away. <laughs> That's good to know. <laughs> perfect. With, so you're writing the contemporary romance, even though you have these different tropes involved. And right now, I think in romance lands, people are used to be way more about the, the genres, but now there seems to be a group where are significantly more po- uh, focused on the tropes. Yeah. That's, uh, that's what I find. Yeah. And and to me personally, that's a bit of a spoiler. I kind of like knowing that there's obviously going to be an H.E.A. because it is romance and okay, great. It's it's set in a small town or in your case, a winery for an example, but knowing and figuring out that they hate each other was always part of the fun. And now it's like enemies to lovers. I'm like, fuck.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's a strange thing. And like, I, I have, okay. So I have a book called Meritage part of the winery series that's actually free right now if anybody needs it on Amazon but it's and but the tropes are right there like it's you know single dad surprise baby but when I wrote it in my mind like it was a surprise it was a plot twist it was this and then people were like what's the trope what's the trope and I'm like oh I guess I have to let go of the surprises like
1: (laughs) right here you go it's a it's a single dad (laughs) right like it used to be the whole surprise thing you know the like the pregnancy It was always part of the dun dun dun, you know, part of the, that twist right. or you kinda you know now you're like going into it knowing and for me that's part of a spoiler and that kind of takes some of the fun away. So I've come to specifically when it's more newer to me authors, I won't do any kind of search I'm like okay you write paranormal great you write about wine great and then kind of go from there because otherwise okay. for me it's a spoiler but also people are again you as a, you know, as an author you provide your you know your your fans and your readers with what they want so it's easier for them to find as well especially if they're going into more tropes
0: absolutely
1: do you have a favorite trope that you like writing
0: oh I love writing enemies to lovers often my editor will be like okay enough banter enough like I just I really love writing it and it's fun but I've only Written two Enemies to Lovers. And one came out last year that is, and again, talking tropes, like there's this big shift and kind of huge plot point in that book. And so it was kind of hard to market, was desperate to not give away the thing. And the reviews were mixed. Like some people really hated it, that they didn't know this was going to happen. But it's an Enemies to Lovers, and I call it with a second chance twist. And so it was, it took a while for people to kind of catch on that, like, you know, it's okay. I aged them 10 years. Do you get that? (laughs) Oh
1: uh, yeah. Oh, okay.
0: And so, but it was like an odd kind of thing to try to market it and I eventually, you know, one of my readers just said, like, don't worry about that. Just talk about your book. And if you reveal something, you reveal something. If you don't reveal something, you don't reveal something. Just talk about your book the way you love it. And I'm like, "Okay, all right, Mm -hmm. I can do that. I love that book. Keep Paris rocks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, again, I think the only thing that I need to know in advance, if there's any the trigger warnings is also a bit of a hot topic sometimes in this community. Yeah. Obviously, anything that is traumatizing, you know, and I think it falls more under the, the darker romance versus some of the, yeah. the rom cons and things like that. But even, and it, sometimes people don't think about it, but even like pregnancy loss, things like that. Oh,
0: absolutely. We need,
1: you know, as a reader and someone that has suffered those. I kind of, it's, I'm okay with it, but it just hits a little difference. And you're completely like taken aback when you find out.
0: I wrote an over the top insane Christmas story called Christmas chaos as, and it's with my friend, Evie Alexander. And we both dealt with miscarriage and fertility issues. So those books are actually like about fertility and about pregnancy problems and about miscarriages. And so that's our entire trigger warning is that look, we, we are these people and there is joy and humor and there is loss and so but they're funny and insane like they're not depressing they're not meant to be that but we absolutely had arc readers and other readers back out because they said I I can't and we're like that's exactly why the trigger warning's there no offense no take like yep that's Girl, good for you. Take care of yourself.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's one of those things that it depends on, you know, where people are in their griefs. Others don't want to deal with it at all, regardless of them being themselves gone through something like that. Or unfortunately, they have read other books where it was not done properly and not done with care and sensitivity. And then they're like, I'm just not going to bother with it anymore, unfortunately. I know, but I do appreciate those trigger warnings, even some of the slightest stuff. But again, those trigger warnings are different than tropes. And sometimes people can mix and match. am like, no, 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 my dear. You're a dark right. romance. It's <laughs> not,
0: there's no miscarriage
1: trope. <laughs> yes. And if there is, that's an appointment that you should be going to in a facility. <laughs> <Yes>. um, <laughs> Let me
0: refer you to uh, health.com
1: yes and i am all for kinks and things that's just should not be one of them but anyways it's one of those things where it's important to have right and i think and the tropes for me are always kind of interesting and fun i like it sometimes knowing it but at the same time for for me again it's a bit of a spoiler on the other hand bust out with it's a you know paranormal with vampires okay great it's a you know contemporary with firefighters cool it's a winery perfect (laughs) just make sure that you get the right pairing of the wine because someone will review that on you girl yeah already
0: (laughs) oh no i'm i'm um i it was all inspired the whole winery thing was inspired by um i lived in sonoma for and ran a wine food and film festival for a while and so learned a lot of the winemaking process from the winemakers because i knew nothing and they would contribute to the festival we'd pair wines with food before the movie and things like that and i had zero knowledge until i sat there and they're like well this is this and taste this. And do you see this? And so I was like, how fun would it be? Cause a lot mm-hmm. of them have lived in that area their whole lives. So each one of my wineries is based on a real one in Sonoma. Ooh. And so, because I was like, Oh, well I know that family. I know this family I know. And it's not, you know, specifics, but it was just inspired by.
1: Yeah. The, 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 the semi class in culinary school was not one of my favorites. I mean, it's, hard. it's hard i mean it's like I, I quickly learned what the legs were that was the easy part i'm like damn look at those legs uh, exactly. you know for those that don't know is when you swivel a the wine in the glass how that residue wine on the side of the glass goes down into the glass again back into the wine those are called legs and yep. there's a meaning behind it, depending on how quick or how thick, and all this fun stuff. That again, hmm, romance. uh <laughs> How thick or how quick? Exactly. How Hopefully how is it sliding quick. down? You know, all that fun stuff means something uh <laughs> t- to it. Uh, but my God, it was one of those. Like, do you taste? Like, i like, I taste alcohol. And uh, <laughs> grapes. <laughs> Are <laughs> you whole, getting the blueberry on the end? Right. I'm going. I'm getting more of a tart at the end. Uh, do do do? Can you? Oh, the terroir, terroir. You know, I'm like, you mean the dirt? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the dirt. <laughs> it was dirt. a class class. Uh, and don't get me wrong. When they were like, you want to taste They're like, sure, that I did not mind. But it, wine can be tricky. It's so tricky, right? And and yeah. people tr- trying to figure out, is it, is it Chardonnay or, or Pinot Noir? I'm like, yeah. Uh, I like the Rieslings. I'm more of a sweet girl. Oh, so, there you go. Yeah, um, I will always have a bottle of mead in my in my refrigerator for. Uh... Okay, that's interesting. Oh yeah, so do you know about mead? I know what it is. <laughs> it's the honey wine, so it's a white what? wine made out of honey, and there are different varieties. But actually, well, we kind of had it for the wedding. We had a medieval Renaissance themed wedding, and back oh, then wow. if they didn't have champagnes; they had mead. So we did mead because that's also for me. I prefer that than champagne.
0: That's awesome.
1: Yeah. But uh, it, it's, a, it's a good wine. It, it usually can be a bit of a dessert wine because it is sweet. But I'm like, that does not stop me from having it at any meal. And uh, after a long day of work <laughs> in the bubble bath, it's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a perfect pairing for mead. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something sweet, something relaxing. It's fun. It's fun. Um, but yeah, those are the ones that I'm going uh, when it comes down to like the wines and stuff. I'm like, uh, yeah, blueberry, sure. Uh-huh yeah that's me i'm that girl (laughs) it it was a good class i got i passed it but uh don't ask me to pair things (laughs) i'm like steak red wine fishes whites that's as far as it goes chicken you can kind of go both ways uh depending on the sides all Um, right
0: making making that note too do not have you pair wines
1: no (laughs) branding you know (laughs) yes Yes, exactly. I mean, don't <laughs> get me wrong. If you're inviting me over for dinner and you're asking me to do some reason, I will Google the shit and become a smee on that, uh, you know, on that matter for right before but more so specifically for the meal you're cooking, that's about it though. Uh, and yeah, but it's fun. I, I love that you're, you know, you do the wine stuff. I mean, there's always bakeries and cupcakes and I think there's been a beer. An author that wrote about like a beer brewery. Oh
0: yeah, there's definitely yeah. brewery ones.
1: Yeah. And so, but wine is always fun and uh There's been a couple of Hallmark movies uh around the holidays too. They're always fun about, hey, let's go to the vineyard. Oh yeah. (laughs) There's
0: something inherently romantic about it, but I also like the idea of figuring out weird places for them to have sex. (laughs) (laughs) Like (laughs) in the barrel room or in, you know, different different scenarios. And I was like "I, I don't know yeah let's use, let's use our surroundings
1: shall right we? how can we hell i mean it happens with almost uh, you know they say location 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 uh exactly. <laughs> when this when let's go to the cellar has a completely different meaning than picking up the line
0: <laughs> yeah i actually i'm and i'm I, i'm not a huge fan of this but it just evolved and it just keeps happening uh with this series only uh there are nicknames for uh some of the men and a lot of them have to do with wine so, <laughs> so my second book is called rootstock but that's okay. also what she calls um him
1: mm. <laughs> you mean him him right him him, him yeah. josh that's yeah. what she calls josh because <laughs> yeah. you know people get created with names business. and naming yeah exactly yeah. body parts <laughs> exactly his penis it's his it's, penis it's all right penis. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so when it comes down to your stories, we you know, again, location and inspirations, that's kind of where it comes from. But the type of scene, the meet cute part or the, the that arguing scene or when they're having banter, what's your favorite one to write?
0: I'm a sucker for a meet cute. I really am. Uh, I really, it's what uh, probably what comes to me first in thinking about things. I tend to think like I'll ship people in my head all the time. But if every once in a while, something will spark and I'm like, oh, OK, that's oh, my God, that would be so cute. Like, what would I love to see or what would I love to read? And so that's super fun to me. And I'll and I'll think about it for a long time and then kind of explode on the page and write a lot for like the first kind of burst of uh, like, yeah, I'll probably write I mean, honest to God, I'll think about it, think about it, think about it and not write for two weeks. And then I'll write for two weeks straight and walk away with a a draft and it'll be a shitty draft, but it'll be a draft. (laughs) 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 And I don't want to lose the momentum and I don't want to lose the moment or like I did a friends to lovers and their meet cute is actually when they're four years old. Like I, if if I just liked it. I liked it
1: that they—that's how they met. Aww, yeah. Those those kind of moments too, I think, are always adorable. And as they get older, it the how you see it might change a little bit. (laughs) Right. First, you're like, "You're a pain in the butt," and they're like, "Yeah, it's kind of cute." Like, dude, you pulled my hair. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And now it's like, now pull my hair, baby.
0: (laughs) Exactly. That's kind of their timeline. Yeah.
1: oh goodness it's it, yeah those kind of moments too are always kind of interesting i love a good banter um i think meet cute is always a, one of my favorites the next will be the bantering when you know someone says something and then the that starts and she's putting him in his place of some sorts and yes things like I, that
0: i like that i mean it's also super fun to do that i get a little carried away and forget dialogue tags which is the number one comment from editors, beta readers, whatever is like, I don't know who's talking, even though it's clever and fantastic. I'm like, okay, okay, sorry, sorry. Well. <laughs> That's too bad back
1: through <laughs> well so consciously maybe you're already kind of getting ready for audiobooks because they we tend to remove those <laughs> especially the when it's your duet style or dual narration and we can kind of tell because of the voice tones being different we don't need the whole she said and he said and Veronica said blah 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 uh, see? So, yeah, I, see? I, I, I write not audio wrong. books apparently. Uh, yes, <laughs> see, it's not that you're wrong, you're just anticipating it <laughs> for when to be ready for when you start doing your books in audio. Uh <laughs> you yes. you don't have to, you don't have to go back and undo that.
0: <laughs> That's a goal for this year. Oh uh, yeah. Cool. Me a minute, but mm-hmm. I really think it'd be cool.
1: Yeah, I yeah, when these books are fun and funny and you get the right casting and they can deliver those lines and and I do mean all the lines, not just the funny ones. Um, yeah. <laughs> it, it can be it, it's magical, I think. Um sometimes we just start going on the go, 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 go. We don't have time to pick up that book to read mm-hmm. with our eyeballs. And for I mean, I know for me sometimes when I I'm like, okay, great, okay, I have a few minutes and then I pick up and then I start reading and my mind starts to wander a bit about all the things I should be doing. And you know, the house looking a hot mess, just staring back at me. I'm like, fuck. So I have to put down the book and go do something responsible and adulting. Um however with an audiobook <laughs> I can do it
0: all. <laughs> it helps you not adult. It no, helps, it helps you adult.
1: It helps me adult but not feel bad about it or feel guilty right. because I'm ignoring the, the the pile of laundry or you know the things that I yeah. bought th- at the thrift shop three weeks ago that are still sitting in the formal dining room. Yeah yes. still there.
0: <laughs> my um yeah back of my car has donations in it that I need to get out. That's the um, corner
1: of the foyer for me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I, we drive my son to school and it's, you know, I live in um, Chicago, so traffic, you know, so that's where I kind of picked up audiobooks. I had never really listened to them before. And now I'm kind of obsessed. Like, how can I make the drive a little longer? How <laughs> can I, oh, I maybe feel guilty
1: about just staying in the parking lot for a lot longer than you anticipated? We've all done exactly. it.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Or maybe I'm gonna go to the grocery store two towns away, like going to the suburbs.
1: Hey, sometimes that, that other one has significantly better quality of XYZ. So you're 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 going for it's worth it.
0: Exactly. And now I can almost like predict, like, okay, well, that's a two-chapter drive. <laughs>
1: oh, good. Yeah, see, you're 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 totally on that road to getting your your titles in audio. <laughs> <laughs> We'll have to talk about all that fun stuff uh, on the the boring adulting business side of things on the Naughty Books offline, though, (laughs) (laughs) because listeners don't want to know about all the thing about casting and all the script, you know, preparations, all that fun stuff. Now, we just want to listen to the final product. So we'll have you guys. We'll have you come back next year once it's all done or maybe later this year. Who knows? Right. Depending on when you. Bust everything out Love next you. so. Yeah, it'd be great. Of all the characters that you've written and created, is there anyone that kind of stands out? because so I don't want to ask you if there's a favorite because that's like a, mm, don't ask authors or yeah, like their babies, maybe you right? You can't you yeah, can't you pick. Can. But is there one that stands out that you're going, ooh, that was a fun one? Uh, Yeah. I mean,
0: and I've, I got to I gotta probably put her on the back burner a little bit because when we did that novella series, the holiday novella series, we each took one character from our universes to tie down this group of six people, strangers who meet each other. And, uh, and I picked this character named Tabby Agonos. Uh, she is fiery Greek. Uh, she has her own duet. So she already has her happily ever after. <laughs> But then I put her into this, and she's sarcastic and loud and funny and blunt and unbelievably huge heart and so much ridiculous fun to write. And uh, and she's she says things that you know you wish you could, and <laughs> nobody is off limits. Like nobody, she'll take mm. down anybody. Nice. And so I just love her. And having written her duet, and then she's all the winery books are standalones, but they're all interconnected. So she's in all of them as well. And I'm, but the next one comes out in March. And uh, I had to take her out of two chapters because I'm like, okay, that's
1: enough tabby. <laughs> <laughs> she's so fun to write. I'm assuming that it's like, yes. she's like, yeah, let's just keep talking. Let's go. Um, yes.
0: She's super fun. She's super fun. And I really loved writing um, my last, uh, full length that came out was called keep Paris that so we would talk about it earlier but Hayden uh the lead in that one I really loved him like I loved writing him just he's he's funny and sarcastic and smart and a little damaged and just I I just really loved cracking him open like he was super fun he'll he'll appear in some of the others that are coming up but he's not going to be main character but i'll I'll be sad that i'm not writing hayden for a while (laughs)
1: okay do you find sometimes that a secondary character i don't like calling them also throwaway characters because they're they're not but that secondary or third character that just pops in the scene and then they stay, and then they start hounding you. Or your readers are like, we really liked him, but dude, he was only in that one scene. Like, I don't care, I want a book. Do you have any yeah. of those characters or have you already started on any of those type of characters to start having their own H.E.A.?
0: Uh, yeah, actually, Keep Paris was supposed to be just a standalone. And then beta readers were like, well, what happens with Tony? I'm like, <laughs> Tony? <laughs> really? And they're like, yeah, what happens with Tony? And I'm like, well, I are like Tony should have a book. I'm like, okay. He's a character in the beginning of, he was his roommate at boarding school. Like it's not, you know, but he's funny and fun. And I was like, huh. And so then I started thinking about it and I'm like, okay, Tony gets a book. <laughs> and then they're like, well, what about, and I'm like, Okay. Colton gets a book too. Like, (laughs) all right. (laughs) So Tony's book is planned for June actually. Yay. But we'll see. Um, Yeah. It's called keep Vegas, but I, 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 yeah, it's weird when that happens and there's definitely people who have asked for very specific things that are coming up either in, we're already in the works or I didn't want to tell them that, you know, I'm halfway through writing their book or whatever.
1: It's, well it's okay to keep some of these cards straight you know close to your your own chest because i've learned that with the best of intentions the authors can bust out with oh yeah that's that's the character that comes up next and we all get excited and then as some care as some authors have said the characters come to them and they talk to them kind of a thing and then yeah. that character is completely silent but the other one that's being annoying as shit comes up a lot and then now we have to push his uh, you know that one book that they had just recently announced. A little further out and sometimes fans get upset and others yeah. they get, you know they get uh you know they get sad i always trust the author and i'm like you just do you boo i'm good i'll wait because it's <laughs> i'd rather wait and have a really good book than having you rush it and bust out with a. it was okay kind of a book right
0: well yeah i mean the book that is free right now meritage was never part of the plan uh, and the one that's coming out residual sugar which is coming out in march uh was the supposed to be the next book but David just kept screaming in my head mm-hmm. and so I ended up writing David's David's secret baby book <laughs> to go trophy <laughs> but uh and it it just randomly came to me and 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 everyone's like no 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 we thought we were getting this I'm like yeah I gotta stop doing that I gotta stop saying like <laughs> yeah this is definitely next I often say like that's
1: in the works yeah it's on the agenda
0: on the, it's on the agenda where we'll exactly
1: see. don't know, but it's on there. <laughs> yeah. Theoretically, that yeah. will happen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Your books uh, are contemporary romance. Is there any other genre that you've been wanting to write in that you have yet to write in or some that you're going, mm, I will do it, but not right now
0: um this one turned into a little bit of the one that's coming up in march is kind of borders romantic suspense and so it's not dark <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> funny romantic suspense uh but i really kind of liked that aspect of it and maybe someday would like to write something darker suspensey
1: okay yeah romantic suspense always uh has fascinated me and i and i i don't make fun of it in a ha ha kind of a thing but i'm always the fascination comes into play where things are going kaboom bullets are you know driving right yeah. past you you might have gotten hit on the shoulder but yet you stop to tell him how hot he is and the makeup right. <laughs> you know <laughs> someone yeah. is going to bust out with we can finish this after we get out of this catastrophe. And, you know, they yeah. they escape and then there you go. Uh, but it's just always like, I don't know if I would ever be like, damn you hot and sexy as that bullet you know pierced your shoulder <laughs> Ooh, that blood yeah <laughs> Now I have to go back through the book and make sure I didn't do that <laughs> oh I'm kidding I didn't all no, right that would be a funny scene though where she kind of like envisions it being that way and all they're really doing is forgetting her phone in the taxi and she has to run after it it's just one of those right. you know in her heads it looks one way in reality not so much. <laughs> That would be funny. Yeah, I, I one of my favorite authors, I always like, okay, how is she going to do that scene next? So there's been boats going, exploding and and, and bombs being around the boats, uh, alleyways. The There's been, a, I think, like a cave. And I'm like, okay, girl, you keep going. I'd say it. <laughs> it's almost mm-hmm. like a fun thing for me now. Like, where will it happen next?
0: <laughs> well, that's, uh, that's inventive. That's perfect.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like it when not you guys get inventive in a, in that creative way. Um, some people will get very inventive, especially when they bust out with the alien romance, which, again, no, no I'm not throwing shade. I never I, it's on my list of of books to read. I have one from Sophie Stern that she wrote that she she was so cute. She's like, well, maybe I can get you to doing it. I'm like, probably. <laughs> yeah,
0: I haven't I, I haven't dumped uh, I haven't dipped my toe in that yet
1: right I mean, no,
0: yeah
1: yes right no problems with shifters or you know yeah. uh vampires oh, no ro- reverse harem shifters sure. i'm all in yeah
0: alien hmm. okay I, I know but you know not gonna yuck anybody's yum oh absolutely
1: i think that should be another sticker by the way not gonna yuck <laughs> anybody's yum uh <laughs> um uh, i've always heard like don't be a dick and like i like yours better girl you are good uh, <laughs> not gonna yunk any of the yum. yeah no again honestly i think that's one of the reasons why i love romance is that there is something for everybody and the discovery of you know realizing that you like the paranormal or that you like the historical romance and the corsets and i do not cannot tell between victoria and all this. i know that just yeah um yeah. i read them i don't write them for a reason. Uh, <laughs> I would get so much in trouble but it's just I love it that there's always something for everybody and especially when things get a little bit more defined I'm like oh so that's what that's I did not know I had that kink already then <laughs> <laughs> yes that's I'm always surprised by that like right? that's a thing <laughs> that's a thing right. yeah I know okay, I didn't know what had a name <laughs> right I I swear to god I think one of the ones that was like aha what? moments for me was when I discovered I read a book and they had a breeding kink and I was like I say what and huh? you know we think we think breeding you know we think like okay oh yeah yeah cow, yeah you know kind of a thing and everything and, and I so I, I I'm like okay I gotta look into this more and sure enough um it's a whole thing about potentially getting her pregnant and I'm going I thought that was what we were trying not to do <laughs> yeah I thought <laughs> huh. um That's and, so- and- it, yeah, it's just like for me, I was like, "What?" and then I had a friend explain it to me a bit more. And he was like, it's a whole excitement of the danger. And I'm like, that's called romantic suspense, but okay. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You want the actual title, <laughs> right? That's called romantic suspense for this, for this is, you know, for the, the excitement and things, not the potential nine week, you know, nine months of, of hell and pain and, and ankles. And then for the rest of your life, aftermath and worry. And yeah, right? Uh, the worrying and all the other I things know. that come along, lack of sleep. Uh, <laughs> not sexy, not sexy. Not, none of that is sexy. I'm sorry. Um apparently there's also a kink about having the, the that you know pregnancy glow. <laughs> oh god. I'm hey. like,
0: I you do, I Apparently, missed out on some of these things. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: I'm going. Okay, so there's when uh, you know again with the tropes and the and the the genres and the kinks and stuff. There's certain things, you know, the whole like BDSM world. They'll have oh, yeah. you know the whips and chains and you know who's the dom and the yester. And I'm going, this is not the daddy part on the breeding. And, and I'm like, no, that's something else. Okay, that's more of a dom. Um, yeah, it's just one of those like. So what does the breeding thing looks like? And then I. Found out, and I'm going. Nice. Mm, it's good to know. Thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. <laughs> moving on. Yeah. It's, again, no shaming or anything. It's one of those like, okay, so you got it. It's so, the mm-hmm, perfect. At least I know what is said. You know what the sexy times can you know convey. You know when it comes down to the dirty talk. But I was like, mm, no, that's not for me. Aliens will definitely be first before I go into that breed kink. But still, yeah, same here. <laughs> It's always fun where, you know, well, remember new adults was never a thing 10 years ago. That's like a brand new genre of sorts. Right. Yes. Um, And um, and my God, I always would say things like, wait, new adults. So does that mean mean like we have like vintage and antique adults? because last time i checked we're all adults at 18 but if you i mean sure new adult got it then i will right now fall under vintage <laughs> i am vintage adults <laughs> <They>, uh, right <laughs> oh man oh i know antiques oh my goodness uh yeah fun times <laughs> well now uh-huh. that we know that you don't you have yet to read an um an alien or get into that you're Not going to be checking out any kind of re-kink anytime soon. You love wine and winery stuff and you have all that fun stuff. Let's play a game. Go ahead. Yes, we have. We're going to do Two Truths and a Lie. where You tell us three things about yourself and we'll try to figure out which one's the lie.
0: All right. Um, I once received a, a Medal of Service from Bill Clinton for writing an essay, an environmental essay. I have met princess diana and both princes and i have played piano at carnegie hall in new york city
1: (laughs) these are all really well crafted my dear (laughs) Thanks. i always say that it's in the details right because it could be that you you know did receive a medal but it wasn't for environment you know for for the environment it could have been something else um you could have met princess diane but it could have been somebody else's princess diane and the two princes because you know it could have been um drag queens i mean there's something for everybody <laughs> um <laughs> you could have put the piano but not in Carnegie hall another hall um but let's see hmm. the lie yes <laughs> <laughs> you met princess diane and the two princes that's my lie yep that's the truth Oh, okay. Ooh. Wow. Truth. Okay.
0: Uh, I worked at Walt Disney world
1: hmm. and,
0: uh, out of college and she brought the little princes to Disney and I was vetted for six months by our government and the Royal British secret service and all this stuff in order to hand her, this is all I did. I handed her and the boys, uh, 3D glasses to watch Captain EO. <laughs> wow, the Michael Jackson 3D. Yeah, music. I remember that. And, and, and I said, I said you can just leave them on your seats when you go. Normally you'd be like, oh, put them in this bin or whatever. And I said, because uh, you don't want to wear them outside because they damage your eyes or whatever. And uh, Harry says, can I keep these? And I'm like, not even you can keep these. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and she laughed and hugged me. And uh, and then they went in and watched the show, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And I'm like shaking even thinking about it. But
1: yeah, that is the truth. Okay, that's a good story, and I love yes. that. Not even you can keep that. <laughs> <laughs> Not even you. We Disney is protective of their merchandise when it comes down to those glasses. That's for sure. I They've know. gotten, but they used to be more. They're now more like papery and very like flimsy, more plasticky kind of things. Back then, when that show was going on, they were a lot more. Well, I think it was just, just kind of getting the technology to do it the right way and less expensive. Yeah. So.
0: yeah. And I mean, the big thing was that they're polarized or they're not polarized so that they'd hurt your eyes in the sun. But the, uh, you know, whatever. Take, I, you can take them. I don't know. I, I was insistent that they leave them. It was all tongue-tied and... But Without
1: yet that mind. that sarcasm came out regularly split when needed, huh? Yes. <laughs> sassiness <laughs>
0: <laughs> to the Yeah, princess. that came out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Clinton is the lie. Okay. I did not uh, at all, or was it under his? Or no, is his I never birthday? met. I never met okay. Clinton, and uh, never got a medal. Um, okay. No, and I broke into Carnegie Hall with my best <laughs> friends uh, midday. We snuck in and played heart and soul on the piano, on the stage (laughs) to an empty room. And then the janitor's like, I'm sorry, what are you doing? And like, we bolted, we were in high school, but we like bolted out.
1: Oh, I love that song. (laughs) See, now I have that song stuck in my head. Thank you, Kelly. You're welcome. Um, (laughs) Enjoy that for the day. Yes. I'm going to be all, see, you're going to be thinking about you the whole day. Can't, that's not a bad thing. That is not a bad thing. <laughs> uh-uh. These are really good.
0: Thanks. Yeah.
1: You work with words all day long and with this lovely writing thing that you do. What is your favorite word? Now, second part of that question is your favorite curse word. So that does not count. Okay.
0: So not, not curse word. Yes. My favorite word. I like two different words a lot and it's so weird but i love the word solace i think it's pretty and i think it just evokes uh just and and i don't take it as sadness like some people can but just that kind of quiet introspection taking a moment to yourself and then i like the word epilogue
1: just because i like saying it well at least you're saying it right <laughs> <laughs> there's a check on There's a true unfortunately there's a true story on that one uh, but you're saying it right <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) all
0: right that's good news
1: yeah i'll I'll tell you about that offline um (laughs) you guys can dm me i'll tell you later uh those that are listening but epilogue right is it just because of how it sounds or the meaning behind it um
0: i like the sound of it
1: i also really love writing epilogues
0: but uh i just I don't know. I just like the idea. Yeah, I guess I like the idea of the meaning behind it, that there's just one more moment that you get to spend with someone or a character or whatever, that there's, that there's a, a coda to the song. Like you get one more moment.
1: Yeah. So what is your favorite curse word? Motherfucker. <laughs> <Good one. laughs>
0: easily, easily. easily. And and often I shorten
1: it to motherfucker. Oh, okay. I have not do yeah. that one. I haven't done that one. I don't know why. Be like, oh, mother. I, I think it's just that. So, the the where you put the accents, even though technically there really isn't an accent, but the <laughs> um, I think that that's where also maybe that cutting it out, you're like, mm. yeah, yeah, because I would have been yeah. like, motherfucker. yes, yeah.
0: <laughs> it is, it's fun,
1: yeah. it it's like got a
0: lead up and then a punch,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, it's like you know, it's coming, bam, <laughs> yeah. When you're not writing, what do you do for fun?
0: Uh, I hang, I write all the time. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I Mostly just hang out with my friends. We like to travel. My husband and I like road trips, like to explore different things. I live in an amazing city with unbelievable, you know, museums and theater, which I also adore and, uh,
1: restaurants and food, and of course, booze. Um, so there's, <laughs> can booze be a hobby? <laughs> yes. I mean, a connoisseur of, of the course, you know, yes. <laughs> the <laughs> I'll have to find some mead. Yeah. <laughs> I may have to bring a bottle with me when I go to, uh, Reader's Take Denver. Cause you're going to be there. I am going to be in Denver. Yeah. I'm um, really excited about it yeah this isn't your first signing though right or is it no
0: i did my first signing last year at uh, romanticon
1: okay i've heard of that connecticut
0: and then did a couple of um did one in milwaukee and then i did shameless the last shameless
1: down in orlando i've missed you because i'm here oh dang yeah Huh, I, could have I, been, was there. I could have been all Kelly chaos all this time. Damn it. Yeah, you could have been part of the chaos. <laughs> Trust me, that that was a lot
0: of chaos there. <laughs> there were books, but my boxes of books were missing because I shipped them too early. And then I didn't have anything to carry them in. So they ended up in a suitcase and it was it was chaos. I'm
1: getting better at every signing. <laughs> so you'll be perfect come Reader's Day Denver in March. yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. We yeah. gotta up my game since there's like a kabillion people when they're all super great authors.
1: Yes. No, it's really a huge star-studded list of authors that are gonna be there and both romance and thrillers. So yeah. since you wanted to write that whole, you know, suspense thing, definitely um jumping yeah, into those different a- genres are gonna be good.
0: Yeah. It's funny looking at the kind of panel discussions and the different sessions you can go to. I was looking more towards the thriller ones because I'm like, huh, how do you write that?
1: Right? I know that I think of all the panels um, with the exception of maybe anything that Kristen Ashley might be in. <laughs> She's my girl. Uh, <laughs> those were the ones that I was like looking at for sure because I'm always like kind of fascinating because that, you know, that Google search on their web browser, I'm sure is very much sought after by the FBI possibly. Yes. Uh, <laughs> But also how to keep it, you know, just as romance authors are trying to keep the sex scenes interesting and different from everything else that they may be writing, the you know how they done it needs to change and who yeah. done it and and the the mystery behind it. You know, you can only go down so many alleys before we start going. Really, another one? Did we not learn our lesson? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You don't want to be cliche. Yeah. The it's 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 those are panels are gonna be fun. And I think there's one about um like writing for for tv or something like that oh very cool yeah so those are going to be fun ones and things besides going to these fun panels especially some of those that are are specifically for the authors there's a huge list of panels that are just like author training which i think is fantastic to continue to develop the skills and learn something new um what else do you love about the conventions because otherwise you wouldn't be going to them Regardless oh, of the I, panels and things, right?
0: I think, and I think that some of my, I mean, I'm, I really like going to them because it, you write in a vacuum, you know, you don't know what the impact is. I mean, you do through social media, and I'm really blessed with lovely people who read enthusiastically and support me. But it's also, it's different meeting someone and, they are either already a fan or they're curious about what you do and they get so excited about it and i have never met anyone at one of these things that isn't absolutely lovely just enthusiastic about words and writing and and reading and that's just such a a very amazing thing in the world because so much of what we do is scrolling it's so you know it's tiktok it's you know, whatever. And so to have that human interaction and not just be words on a page is uh, just, I think everything.
1: That is true. I have gone to events where, you know, I have the authors that I love and adore and that I've read all of their stuff. And then there's others that I'm walking by and then their cover gets my attention and I'll stop. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, tell me more. <laughs> uh, I have a feeling that based on your covers, you're going to get a lot of that. For those that may not have ever read your books, guys, her covers are Fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> the, cartoon um, butts. <laughs> yes, yeah, literally, when she was talking about it, she got distracted because of the cartoon butt. I'm going, okay. And then I was, and I'm looking like, nope, nope, that's it. And then the, the rootstock one was also creative. Um, yes. <laughs> but the, uh, over uh, the barrel. One. Yeah,
0: a genius for over a barrel and under the bus. Um, mm-hmm. And the under the bus, a, a genius, genius friend of mine, artist, graphic designer did those and did all of the winery covers to Meritage and uh, the next one will be someone else but Over he drew those based on a Warhol album yes from some jazz club
1: and I'm gonna say it's giving me that some of that older you know 70s kind of like vintage because you know vintage yeah
0: and, I, <laughs> and the original ones Crushing and Rootstock and Uncorked I wanted them to look like 60s kind of movie posters yeah. meet like you know dirty jokes from playboy like like old school like whatever mm-hmm. uh, but under the bus originally um there's it's literally a woman under a bus holding a bottle yeah or, you know <laughs> in the little heels yep in heels. <laughs> but originally her legs were straight ah. and i was like we need no. proof of life. She looks dead. Bend her legs. <laughs>
1: Get her all sexy. Yes, I'm fine down here, but I'm still sexy. I'm like,
0: put a bottle or something next to her. Like, she you can't just.
1: Yeah. Well, if you ever decide to write a, a second one to that one, or even just a, a cute scene, have it be like she's holding out a wine glass from under the bus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the hero yeah. just pouring it in there. Like, okay, even when <laughs> under the bus. The alcohol is necessary. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Over the barrel though, <laughs> I saw Mike. That is some kinky 1960 crap. <laughs> <Shit>. Thank you. <laughs> and I love Thanks. it. Thanks. Yeah, no, it's adorable. So definitely conversational starters for the for the convention of anyone that's walking by. Colorful. <laughs> and f- for a second, you're like, did I just see? Yeah, that's a wine in the fire area. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah. Wine glass. Perfect. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> Tell me more about these.
0: <laughs> with pleasure
1: Yeah, she has a whole steel ready for you so make sure you stop by her table we're gonna have so much fun there i think i'm definitely gonna start thinking about having to get my meat over there hmm. Hmm. yeah at the lisa hey lisa do you guys have vendors out there that sell me can you grab me a bottle or two <laughs> i got girls to hang out with <laughs> i got
0: i have to spread the joy that is mead
1: Yes. <laughs> We all have our things. Some people, I mean, I love a good cocktail. Okay, I'm also expanding my my palate when it comes down to because because I will go straight for a margarita, a Bahama Mama is the other one, and so I'm trying to expand it. But and but the wines, I mean, I would put in mind being known as Enchantress, the girl that drinks mead. So I'm good with that. It kind of also goes with my brand. <laughs> then thinking about it, but it's gonna be a good fun event. So it'll be so much fun. I'm gonna go- gonna be having fun getting to see you there in person. Yeah. I- I look forward to that. Yeah. So before we go, can you tell us about what's coming up next and what you're currently working on?
0: What's coming up next is, well, Meritage is free right now on Amazon. And then um, on February 4th, which happens to be my birthday, I decided to release this thing. Um, I've written a bunch of novellas all set in the same carriage house in the back of a uh, Chicago graystone. I have a series of, or a duet of books called, Shock Mountain Crossfade, and it's a rock star. Look at me with the trope. It's a rock star (laughs) romance.
1: Doing so good,
0: so good. No crossover love triangle, and, (laughs) um, and everybody gets a happily ever after. So I wrote a series that it's that couple at the end of Crossfade. It's their house, and I thought it was. And he's a musician, and so I thought it was interesting to like have session musicians or different people stay in their carriage house, and so I'm writing their stories. The first one comes out on February 4th. It's just a novella and uh, there's going to be four of them this year and they're going to come out randomly. So <laughs> when you pre-order, it'll just show up on your Kindle or I'll show up in a newsletter and be like, all right, SoundOff is here. Um, and so I'm excited about those. Okay. And then on March 16th, that one's called Follow Me. Sorry, I don't think I said that. So, Follow Me comes out five four, and then March sixteenth is Residual Sugar, which is the next winery book, and it's romantic suspense. And it's a big oh. He's so good, this guy. <laughs> he is Southern, and you know, ex Navy SEAL, but has this kind of sweetie heart. Like I just love him, but he's also a badass. <laughs> that was fun to write.
1: Yeah, we do love our badasses. You know? Yeah.
0: And then I'm just writing a novella for an anthology called twisted tropes that'll come out, uh, end of March, I believe. Okay. So I have to finish it. (laughs) No pressure. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's, it's taking a normal trope and kind of putting a a weird spin on it. And so I'm calling it a reverse nanny.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So it's, yeah i mean it's nanny trope but it's um which i've never written before but it's the kids it's i'm basing it off of sound of music so the kids basically are like no our dad needs help not us (laughs) so
1: we'll see okay
0: see if i can pull it off
1: (laughs) well we'll definitely um you know catch up on that when we're at denver because that would be at the end of march so you should have already been done (laughs) theoretically it. theoretically i'm like so hey how's that going do you need some mead <laughs> yes it's liquor it's alcohol yes uh, perfect see one of these days you're going to do one of those wineries that sells mead
0: i will i'm actually yeah. i'm now i'm like huh maybe some maybe one of these people has uh an apiary and they've got bees and what do
1: they do with the honey right awesome. oh coolness <laughs> yeah great for a Fest detour <laughs> <laughs> perfect yeah, yeah I mean come on think about it in you know California or winery places <laughs> of course you know semi-medieval looking castles why not it's a historical not? but not really <laughs> <laughs>
0: why not
1: why not <laughs> perfect Thank you so much for taking the time to hang out with me today. It's been so much fun. I know. I had a blast. It's lovely to meet you. Lovely to meet you too. Cannot wait to, to you know, meet in person. Meet in um, real life. I know, right? I'm going to see if you have those stickers already. I for am. Us. I'm going to make chaos stickers. Yes, perfect. <laughs> make sure I grab one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Just make sure you put mine to the side. second. So I, <laughs> I will. I
0: promise. Perfect. Thank you so much again for having me on.
1: Yeah, it's been so much fun. I love, uh, you know, getting to meet new people, especially for when there's going to be an event. Now, I feel like it's not going to be that awkward. Like, hi, what's your name? I'm like, I can yeah. <laughs> It's going to be different. Exactly. <laughs> and even the readers are going to be like, oh my God, the wine. <laughs> oh, yeah. She talked way too, she's an alcoholic. Let's go <laughs> to her table. <laughs> Wait, maybe she brought some of those samples that she was talking about at the podcast. <laughs> Wait, we did not say samples. We just said potential labels. Potential. (laughs) Labels. Exactly. I'll give you the label and you put it on your bottle. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'll make sure to include your information and your social media links over on the main landing page for this episode at Viviana Enchantress of Books. Everyone, thanks for hanging out with us. And until next time, happy listening. Thank you to all of our audiobook-loving podcast, Patreon. Special thanks to Nixley Zenner, Carol Liebner, Brittany Robinette Leiter, Don Darch, Michelle Bastard, Brandy Schmidt, April Branson. The Audiobook Loving Podcast has special Patreon access levels. Join today to receive benefits including early access to episodes, shout outs, special exclusive content, and much more. Support the podcast by becoming a Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash audiobookloving. We thank you for your support.
0: Thank you for joining us on the Audiobook Lovin' podcast, hosted by Viviana Enchantress of Books. For links and more information discussed in today's episode, previous podcasts, or the Audiobook Lovin' series, please visit our website, vivianaenchantressofbooks.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a positive review wherever you listen to our podcast. Until next time, happy listening.